this is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Ken Coleman. Ernest is in Kansas City. Hi, Ernest. How are you? Doing pretty good, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can we help? Uh, Hi. I was just wondering what can I do to kind of protect the money we've saved from inflation? Saved? Where is it saved? Uh, We're just in savings accounts basically right now. How much is in there? investment. Uh, 10000 in the house fund, about 20000 in the emergency fund. Okay. The emergency fund, you don't protect from inflation. That's not what it's for. It's there just for insurance, so when life happens. Transmission goes out, somebody gets sick, somebody gets laid off. That's what it's for. It's not, it's not an investment. Investments have to be protected from inflation by investing at a rate of return that is higher than the inflation rate. And that's what you have to do. You have to make, the inflation rate is average in the last 72 years, 4.2%. Taxes add about another 2% to that. So you've got to make over 6% on your money on a long-term investment to break even with taxes and inflation. And that's always been the case. These uh, increases in prices have kind of recently in cars and houses and building supplies and other stuff has woke people up again. Uh, on the dangers of inflation, but inflation's always been there to erode your long-term investing if you don't do that. And so, in other words, if you put money in a CD for 50 years at 1% or 2% and inflation is running 4%, obviously you're going backwards, and that's not handling your money well. But your emergency fund is not for that. Your house fund is going to be spent as a down payment on your house in the next couple of years, Right. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, so inflation is not going to eat that up because it's not going to be in there long enough. Where inflation gets you is where you're dealing with something that's a 10, a 20, a 40-year investment. That's where inflation gets you. It doesn't get you in 12 months. Okay. That makes sense to you? It makes sense, yeah. House prices have jumped up this year. Car prices have jumped up. But that's not going to be a standard way. We're not going to see house prices go up 20% a year for 10 years just wouldn't it's just not going to happen if it does we've got other issues in this economy and they're that's just structurally not how we're wired in america i I just do not see that happening but could we see it for coming off the pandemic can we see some of these things bump temporarily you bet we have car prices are an example of that um and it's all it's more due to shortages than it is anything else and once the supply demand curves equal out it's going to slow the rate of these price increases it's not a bubble and it's not going to burst and it's not going to go backward 50 percent or something like that five years from now that's not what it's going to do but this driving demand people sat at home and spent no money except on amazon for a year and when they came out of their cave they all went and bought a stinking house and they all went and bought a stinking car by the way the lumber factories weren't open making two befores and the car factories weren't open making cars. So we have this tremendous shortage of supply because the factories weren't operating. Because there were little COVIDs running around in the factories and nobody wanted to go in there. And so they were you know, scared to death and so we shut the factories down. We suppressed the economy. 
And that, you know, so there's a shortage of tubafors, not because there's this spike of demand, but because they weren't making freaking tubafors. There's a shortage of glue to make plywood. Why? Because there's a big run on plywood? No, because the glue factory wasn't open. Okay? It's a simple thing. So it's going to smooth out because they're gearing up like crazy. There's a shortage on ammunition. You know why? Biden. You can't buy bullets. Okay? It's why. And you know what? We're having all kinds. Those of us that are firearms uh, aficionados right now, we're having to check our, our ammo because they're making ammo so freaking fast at these factories trying to catch up that it's a lot of it's coming out defective, which is dangerous as crud. You can blow your gun up in your hand with a bad piece of bullet in there. And so, you know, just got an email on that this morning. Some friends of mine just bought some bad stuff and just about got killed with it. So, um, you know, you, but the point is the factories are gearing up like crazy trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. And as they catch up, you see how that's working, Ken? It's going to yeah. smooth everything out. Well, I just want people to understand inflation can get really scary to people. And remember, the media exists to freak you out. Oh, okay? they, that's what that's, it is. They're all talking about it. Huh? Trust me, it's everywhere. Oh, inflation in big, bold oh, letters. Good. And if you listen close enough, Dave, you lean that's in, you can good. literally hear the headline going, bum, bum, bum. And we're yeah. freaking people out. Here's the okay. deal. All right. This is a short-term inflationary spike. Well, the, the other boogie monster died, so now we have to have a new boogie monster. The right. little COVID died, so now they got to have a new bug, right. boogie monster. Let's see where we are next year as to whether or not this is true inflation hike versus just a short-term spike because of the whole supply-demand thing. This thing's going to even back out. I absolutely think that's true, and people need to relax a little bit. Sit tight. Weather the spike in meat prices and all the things that are that are all having to do with the distribution system, and everything kind of going offline. It's going to take a while. This was the biggest artificial shutdown in, in, the, in history the history of mankind. of mankind. And so you don't just warm that machine back up. It takes a little while for it to get humming. Well, and some of these uh, corporations are more worried about optics than they are actual It's facts. absolutely true. And so they're not reopening just because one crazy, you know, activist or something yeah. is going to bitch about them being open people because, on twitter yeah there's 17 people on twitter still bitching about this stuff and so they're all worried about how things look yeah. not how they actually are they're not really worried about so somebody true. getting sick they're worried about somebody bitching about them being open that's right that's what it is and so um these corporations have no soul and they have no principles and no backbone and so then that's what's happened in these situations and um and of course those of us that did open and did run our businesses we're trying to kill our employees Oh, yeah. You know, Dave Ramsey's trying to kill his employees. Oh, yeah. So, which is kind of counterproductive because I've got no employees. i got to go rehire them all, and it's a pain in the butt. I know. So, it's ki- I know. killing them off is a problem. You yeah. don't want to kill them off. They're, yeah. they're hard to replace. <laughs> God, dumb. Yeah. So, that's what's going on, though, man. So, Ernest, turn off the news. Yes. Turn off the news. Quit getting your financial advice from Fox News. Yeah. Quit getting your financial advice from CNN. For God's sakes, those people on the TV in front of you all have $120,000 of student loan debt. So don't let them talk to you about economics. Yeah, and they don't even know what inflation is. It's only on the prompter in front of them. That's a fact. They don't even know what, know what inflation you ever, you ever is. You ever seen Anchorman? Yeah, exactly. Whatever's there, they read. Right. You're getting financial advice from Ron Burgundy. <laughs> What's wrong with this picture? Right? Bum, 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 he doesn't bum, even know. It's just on the bum, prompter. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. And here's the, here's the scarier part. Let's, Dave, let's give him full behind the scenes. Not only is it Ron Burgundy reading something on a prompter, a 24 to 25-year-old producer typed it in there for him. Yeah. 
they don't understand economics. Or inflation. See, I'm old. I remember Jimmy Carter. Gas I remember lines. real inflation. Right. That was real inflation. That yeah. was not a supply-demand curve thrown off by a pandemic. That's right. Supp- economic suppression. That is not, that's a different thing. We had bad monetary policy over a decade. Yes. From the 70s up into the 80s, and we were jamming at 10 to 15% inflation rate yeah. per year for yeah. a decade there. Yeah. I remember what this. What were interest rates at the height of that? Do you remember? <laughs> that was the resulting thing that right. en- that ended the Carter administration for sure. Yeah. We had, when I uh, was 20, let's see, 1981, interest, I was 21, interest, I was selling real estate. Interest rates for a home were 17%. Goodness gracious. Fixed rate, 17%. And uh, that was the end of it. And and let me just here, here's the interesting thing: three years earlier, they were ten. Yeah. Wow. When I when I got my license at eighteen years old in September, I remember it went from nine and three quarters to ten for the first time in modern history. We had ten percent mortgage rates, and people were screaming, ready to jump out of windows. Oh, sure. That the world was coming to an end, and little did they know it was going from ten to seventeen in only about thirty six months. Yeah just crazy yeah that's real inflation yeah you don't have to worry about on the short term brother you just don't have to worry about in the short term it's a long term where inflation will kill you thanks for tuning in to the ramsey call of the day to check out all of our podcasts just search ramsey network on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen